We're all familiar with the basic strategies to acquire new customers, email marketing, Facebook ads, and the like. But how do you take it one step further to create a unique experience specifically for your audience? This week on the podcast, we're talking about unique ways you can engage with your customers. The relationships you build are key to getting that second and third purchase, and happy customers tell their friends about your brand. We finish with an interview with Ruby and Jamie, the creators of Ruby's, about building a product and engaging with an audience in an untapped market. Let's dig in. Welcome to Commerce Tea, a podcast to help you succeed on Shopify. I'm Rian. And I'm Kelly. Grab a mug and join us as we talk about all things commerce. Kelly, how can merchants get more out of their Facebook Messenger and SMS marketing campaigns? I recommend Octane AI, the leading Facebook Messenger and SMS platform for Shopify and Shopify Plus merchants. How does it work? Using their built-in flows, conversational ads, and retargeting campaigns, you can easily unlock Messenger and SMS as new revenue channels. The platform has ready-to-go integrations with top apps such as Klaviyo, Privy, Recharge, and Justuno. What kinds of returns can I expect? Merchants using Octane AI report 80 to 95% open rates, a 7x increase in click-through rates, and even a 7 to 20% increase in revenue. This sounds great. Where can I learn more? You can start a 14-day free trial by requesting a demo at octaneai.com or by visiting the Shopify App Store and searching for Octane AI. Good morning, Rian. Good morning, Kelly. How are you today? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastically, if that's a word. And if it not, is now, I yeah, I'm gonna write a letter to Oxford. And say, Here is my one signature petition. <laughs> this is yes, exactly, exactly. All right, so this week we are talking all things customer engagement. I I yes. find this topic fun to talk about because. It, it really allows brands to get creative and find unique ways that they can engage with their customers in a way that it fits within their their brand story and, and how they're trying to create those relationships. Because it varies so much from one merchant to the next, especially with your brand voice. So I'm saying all of this because I'm just excited to dig in. I Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this as well because if there's one thing that I love, it's a handwritten note. Okay, well, let's like start anybody, with handwritten though, notes. You can just mail me one, and I'll just be so excited. Are you <laughs> trying to tell me that I should probably mail you a letter? You know, I <laughs> used to have a pen pal when I was in high school with somebody that I met online just because we wanted to not do handwritten letters. We both found typewriters in our houses, and we decided to use them. That <laughs> How proto-hipster of you. I love it. <laughs> I do what I can. So, yeah, but let's talk about handwritten notes because I feel like this is the easiest way that you yes. can add a touch of personalization to every order that comes in. I'm Whenever I get a handwritten note, I'm elated, and I also keep them, and maybe that's just me and my... Uh, tendencies but I find them to be so exciting and happy and and honestly even if it's not a truly handwritten note and you know what kind of note I'm talking about oh yeah it's, yeah okay I'm also happy about the I don't keep those ones but I'm also happy about those 
because it's just that extra touch that can take the customer experience and that customer engagement piece to the next level and it makes it extra special. I completely agree and I think it's especially important for smaller brands to to take this into consideration. I understand that as you scale, if you're starting to use like a 3PL or some, another warehouse, it can be difficult to have all these these handwritten notes to ship out because it's more orders you get, the more notes you have to write, the more your hand cramps up. Having <laughs> been through the whole writing out everyone's names and addresses for uh, our wedding almost five years ago, I feel like my hand is still cramped from that. So <laughs> completely... Uh, understand that it's a lot of work but especially when you're just starting out every customer matters and and I, I know as a merchant like you feel that appreciation for the fact that they're taking a chance in your product and on your store so being able to provide that that extra touch and just like a handwritten thank you I I completely love it yeah at 100 percent 100 percent who is your most recent handwritten note from that isn't like a personal letter so I say that like personal letters are just really normal right now and they are not (laughs) (laughs) I ordered a new um heating pad because I still had the same heating pad that my parents like my mom grew up with and it was still working but like we were hitting the point where the light wasn't coming on anymore so you could just feel it getting warm and hope you were hoping for the best so we're like probably should buy something a little safer and get something new so (laughs) reduce the fire hazard in one's home yeah so there was a sort of handwritten note in that order in the sense that they hand wrote the note, scanned it, and then printed it out on like a postcard. So it was still his own handwriting and, you know, kind of explained like, we're a small business. We really appreciate every every order that comes in. Um, every, every review we get helps us uh, kind of spread the word. And I actually bought this off of Amazon and I'm like, I'm going onto the website. I'm like, I usually look at the reviews before I go in and make a purchase just to see what others think. obviously reviews are great um it turns out that they had like well over six thousand reviews for this so clearly it worked like just a little bit of like we really need your help please write us a review and people do it i did it and quite often i don't (laughs) write it i i always tell people that they should write reviews especially when they're happy with a product and i don't take my own advice that's definitely something that I need to get better uh, with as well because yeah. oftentimes you you only review when it's negative. I try not to do that because we are the as an app developer we are the recipient of both positive and negative reviews and I and I'm always really cognizant of like I I'm not trying to put that negative energy out into the universe because I don't want it back. But yeah. at the same time, it, it's important to also put forth that positive. Energy or positive reviews because that's it's great for SEO. You know me. I'm like, hold on a minute, let's talk about SEO. But it is great for SEO and it's great to get found. But it also just proves your authority and trustworthiness in the space, and that's critical to continuing to sell product. Exactly. So you recently received a handwritten note from something you purchased. You want to talk about it? I did. So I'm an art collector, which sounds more pretentious than it should, but I I do. I I collect art and I really enjoy art. And I recently bought a piece by River Garza, who's an LA-based artist. And with the piece came another piece of art that he had done like a quick 
Well, what probably for him was like a quick sketch, but would have taken me 48 hours and a dream to do. Um, One side is a sketch and then the other side is a really thoughtful note. And I just appreciated it so much. I put it up in my office. I put it art side up, obviously, but it was so thoughtful and so kind. And it's something that I remembered and I, I talk about frequently. So I love that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should check his work out. He's he's phenomenal. We will add a link in the show notes. Yes. Absolutely. So let's talk about another one that's a fun way that you can engage with your audience. And this is keeping track of significant days. So I think the the easiest example that most brands pick up on is birthday. Everyone has a birthday. Yeah. Send them something special for their birthday, a discount code, a special email, whatever it might be. How but do you, you capture th- that, though? So I am a big fan of Clavio, And so <laughs> I... <laughs> I just like you can include it on like this sign up form. You can include it on the customer profile. Um, There are a lot of ways that you can you can capture that additional information. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's probably would be my recommendation. There are other tools out there that you can do it with as well. But Clavio is my number one. Okay, okay, I love that. I, I actually didn't know the answer to that question. So that's that's good to know. So you can capture birthdays and anniversaries using Clavio. So you so you can capture anything you want. That's the, okay. the the beauty of it because they're basically just customer properties that you can define on uh, on your own. So actually this brings another good example is a uh, brand Motherly. Um, they're a content brand that recently opened up a, sh- a shop. Um, full disclosure, they are our clients. And they're using Clavio to collect a lot of unique information specific to their brand. So being that they have customers who are moms-to-be or they already have kids, they can add in the birth dates of their children, including their names. And it is just like month-day. It's not like you don't have to capture the year if you wanted to, you know, keep it a little bit more private. Um, They also capture the dates of your due date as well. So they can send targeted emails based on, oh, you're 16 weeks along. Oh, you're 24 weeks along. Oh, you are now two weeks postpartum, whatever it might be. So they can they can really customize the email experience. Um, I think a really unique thing that they can do as well is if they uncheck if the if (laughs) I hate to bring this up, but if the mom has a miscarriage they are able to stop sending those emails and if they need to if they wanted to you know send something else they could but that way it doesn't you know get uncomfortable for the customer to be receiving targeted emails for uh, when they had a miscarriage it, well it's it's i mean obviously it's, it's awful when that happens but it is it's it is good that the company has thought about ways to to manage that being in that type of industry because that's not something that someone grieving wants wants to receive. Exactly. So. I mean, it's it's very much the same. And another good example of collecting this information is Mother's Day and Father's Day are very difficult mm. days for some people. Yeah. And being able to send an email well in advance being like, we understand that you know you might not want to be receiving marketing emails for Father's Day or Mother's Day. So if you don't, you can click this button to opt out. Yeah. And yeah, you're just you're just removed from that segment altogether. Well, and and, the, and that just 
links back to customer experience, right? You because you don't do you remember the first year that Facebook did the year it was like the year in review. Yeah. And it oh my gosh. And it was like um it was awful. It was awful. And and that that previous year, sorry, not to get heavy, we're like all of a sudden super heavy. My I had a friend um pass away the, that year. And it was like that year's Facebook review was just awful. All my friends and I were like, well that sucked. Like yeah. that was a terror and I, I think they still do it, but I've never clicked on it since then. They actually have changed some settings to especially when they can tell like you are no longer in a relationship with somebody, they're able to show less content of the two of you together. Which well, I think good. is I think that's good. I, I don't know exactly how they handle things with like uh with death, but I feel because they have the functionality built into Facebook to say, like, to know whether or not a Facebook profile is of somebody who has passed, I feel mm. like they'd be able to do it. Yeah. At least they should. They should. They should. So, speaking of Facebook. <laughs> Odd segue, but it works. Odd segue. I mean, for, I mean the idea of, of privacy with Facebook is um, non-existent, I guess one could also say. Yes. I that's there there's all, I think there's this joke right now going around with zoomers or gen z where they're just totally fine they just they just have accepted the fact that the government and tech companies know everything about them i mean i feel kind of bad because a lot of like our like our generation the kids basically were exposed on the internet since like the day they were born with like pictures of them and all of their personal like achievements and and not (laughs) not achievements (laughs) just like the everyday things and those are things that are going to be on the internet forever forever so the joke makes sense yes 100 percent. and so speaking of facebook you should create a facebook group yes Kelly, don't talk more about we. I feel like I'm in a bajillion Facebook groups, and that is an accurate number, and I stand by that. I uh, know it absolutely is. So, <laughs> Facebook groups are a really great opportunity for a brand to engage with their customers on a more personal level. So you can get to know exactly who your customers are. Your customers can engage with each other, even so they can make friendships and and share ideas, whatever it might be. But it really gives you another another space that's a little bit more. Uh, intimate to have these conversations with your your customers you can talk about you know potential products that you want to carry and get ideas from them and and get their feedback and I, I just I think they're a great idea um they're not for everybody I mean if your customer base is not on Facebook right. creating a Facebook group might not be useful but if you are especially serving audiences that are I would say generally like 30 plus they're on Facebook. At least yes. some portion of your, some majority of your audience is actually still using Facebook. So that's a good, a, a good, you know, place to be. And I, I don't think I'm making up this data, but correct me if I'm wrong. I think that the majority, and and we're going to exclude Instagram from this information. I think the majority of Facebook users now are using it Facebook groups first. Is that? Correct? I think so. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I spend more time in groups than I do on like my feed. On your yeah, I don't really spend time on my feed at all, but I am in Facebook groups that I do actually pay attention to. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, I see this a lot in the boutique space specifically. So I see boutiques really love to engage with their customers. Um, one of the things that they do is basically, basically like Facebook Lives or just mm. like uh, showcasing what products they're going to be carrying. Or one thing that I've, I've seen that's really cool is that if they're actually at a market buying for the store, they will hold up two options to be like, which of these two should we carry? Oh, I love that. And this is live. So the, the, the customers are able to be like, oh, I want that one on the left or oh, I want that one on the right. And you're, you know these customers are ready to buy it as soon as you stock it. I think that's such a genius idea. Oh, yeah. As a buyer of a product, it, it, they're doing the work for you. Really. Exactly. You're, like, you're, just, you're just the one with the credit card at that point. You're like, oh, well, uh, I used to have to pick out these things to, br- to buy that I think will be tastemaking, et cetera. And now you just have someone saying, no, I will literally buy that in every size and every color way. Let's go. Exactly. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think this is also a good time to announce that (laughs) Commerce Tea is also going to have a Facebook group now because I feel like if we're going to talk about having one, we should probably create one ourselves. So we will include a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. So please join us. Please join us there. Kelly, I know there's another type of customer experience and customer support vertical that you are really passionate about. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yes. So... It's becoming more and more popular. I honestly don't know if it's going to stay popular. I have mixed feelings about this. But at the moment, SMS is a really, really, really great way to engage with your customers. And I'm not talking like sending marketing blasts via SMS, which, by the way, the open rates are through the roof compared to email. I'm SMS talking... is text messages, just so. Yes. Or I don't actually know what SMS stands for, but text messages. No idea. Text message service. Yeah. We're just making things up now. It's cool. We are experts. Um, no, but but I th- really think that SMS is a great option for customer support because you can actually text back and forth with your customers and send them links to products that they want to buy and answer their sizing questions. And if they have like an issue with the product, you can help them find a replacement. Or I mean, there's so many opportunities. There's one tool in particular that I want to call out here, and that's called Emotive. So their website's emotive.io, E-M-O-T-I-V-E. And also, of course, we'll link it in the show notes. So this basically opens up the the two-way communication channel so you can you can market to your customers you can have these uh these customer support conversations with them and i they they have like this animation on their home page that they're giving an example of a conversation um of let's say like a personal stylist like you're selling dresses you're selling a boutique you have a, a personal stylist quote unquote text it as a marketing being like hey we notice you're looking at our dresses are you looking for something to wear to an event? And mm-hmm. the customer replies, yes, going to a friend's birthday party. Nothing too silky. Nope, they said need something silky. Got it backwards. Um, so they respond with, then you're going to love this fun dress with a link to the dress. So is this a, a real person or a bot? Yeah, it's a, it's a real person. So you're actually having your customer support team text your customers. And, I mean, there are tools so you can streamline the, the conversation, like Gorgeous does the same way, Gorgeous being a customer support tool, to have some kind of formulaic responses mm. to, to like engage with the customers without having to type everything out freeform. But, yeah, I mean, you're talking to a real human person, and 
that's what people really want. They know when you're when they're communicating with a bot. Like when you ask them a question, and it's like, "Would you like to speak to our customer support representative?" Type yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, this sounds really cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna play with this. I'm I'm seeing that it has really great ROI and. I'm interested in seeing what this looks like in real time on one of my stores or in a development environment. So one of the other things that Kelly and I have talked a lot about is the benefits in terms of customer engagement and experience with one-on-one or group calls. And recently, I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm an art collector. I have been adding to my collection I, quite, a, quite often in the past six months, and I have been able to speak to every artist that I've collected from via Zoom. Now, I understand that that's not a scalable tactic necessarily, but there are other ways that can be done. So first, I just want to shout out the artists that I have had the pleasure of Zooming with, and that's Texas Isaiah, Kara Romero, and Yasmin Kassem. They're phenomenal artists, but understandably, those price points are higher, right? There mm-hmm. is another group call that I'm aware of, and we met her through a Women in Shopify event, and that is an organization called Bespoke Social Club, which is group wine tastings. And Kelly, do you want to talk more about how that experience happens? Yeah, so you can purchase a a specific wine tasting that you want to do. They do private wine tastings and also just classes. And they will ship you like small vials of each wine that you're going to taste. And then as a group, you go through and you have a sommelier walking you through like the flavor profile and, you know, all the things that you're supposed to know how to do when you're doing a wine tasting. I'm a very much, uh, (laughs) this red wine tastes like red wine. I love wine. I'm just learning what I like still. Um, So don't ask me to tell you how to do it. That's why I do these classes. <laughs> well, that's how you learn, right? Exactly. And so, I, yeah. I was going to mention, like, we should probably have her on the podcast. We should probably have her on the podcast. And also, Kelly and I keep talking about doing one of these wine tastings together, and we have yet to do it. And so maybe today's the day we're going to actually schedule that. To we happen. should probably do that, because it's, it's been, I think, like, two, three months now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually legitimately excited about it. Um, and, and so with that and those different points of customer engagement, I want to bring on some people who excel at customer engagement. Today, we are joined by Ruby and Jamie, the founder of Ruby's. Hi, Ruby. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Can you do me a favor and tell us a little bit about you and a little bit about your brand? Yes. Hi, I'm Ruby, and I'm here to talk to you about the business me and my dad are creating to help trans kids like me feel comfortable swimming and doing other activities that they love. My dad wanted to design a bikini bottom that looks like a nice normal bottom but is designed just for kids. My dad needs my help shipping out packages as we sold out of 150 bikini bottoms in just two weeks. That's amazing. We also include a postcard in each package with a cool message from kids and teens in Toronto. I'd like to read you one of the postcards that I wrote. wrote. 
Hello there. My name is Ruby. I am a trans girl and, and can understand you. You are a star that shines bright in the sky. Don't let anyone dim that light. Ruby. Unfortunately, there are many kids from families that cannot afford our products. With this in mind, we've set a goal giving away 1,000 bathing suits through the Every Girl Deserves to Shine campaign. So far, we have raised enough to give away 400 bottoms through t-shirt sales and our GoFundMe page. Thanks to Commerce Tea for inviting us here to this discussion. Thank you. Well, thank you. And you know what, Ruby? I think it's so cool that you include that card in with your bathing suit. I think it's awesome that you have the bathing suit, that y'all created the bathing suit. And I love that you have that card because that's just a great personal touch. And you know what? We see lots of folks not doing that. And that's something that Kelly and I always talk about as being crucial to building that kind of relationship with your customers. So I just love that. And also, congratulations on your GoFundMe. I know that it's been successful, and we're going to link to Is it still live? Because we'll link to it in our show notes. Absolutely. Please do. Perfect. We are going to absolutely link to the GoFundMe as well as your website in our show notes so everyone can see it. So, So, I have another question for you. What cool experiences have you gotten to be a part of because of Ruby's? Well, some experiences that were really nice. There was this one time where for our website, we have like this TikTok thing, like where me and my friend are TikTok dancing. So that was really fun. Like we were behind a green screen and like, um, like my dad would play a song from TikTok and we would like dance to it. So that was really fun. I also, another experience that I really like I like helping my dad with like writing the postcards. Like if he needs a few done in a day, then I kind of like doing them. And like, sometimes when I get tired, I like thinking to myself like, oh, think about all these other like girls or like people who are getting the um, bathing suit bottoms and like who are getting this message. Like think about how happy that would be. So when I'm tired, I kind of think about you are helping so many people. Like you should really be so proud of yourself. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so pumped on the work that you're doing. This is so, so great. And we're, just, we're coming out of Pride Month and happy Pride Month. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely alive, but I wish every month was Pride Month. I, you know what? I, I agree. Have a, I have a friend and she runs Passion Fruit, which is um, a, it, her argument is that Pride Month should be every month. So you should check it out because I think you would really like it. And her stuff is super cute. So next question for you. What makes you happy about being part of the LGBTQ plus community? The thing that makes me really happy is that I know that I'm different, but I'm proud about it. And the reason why I'm proud is because like there are so many other trans girls or people who are part of the LGBTQ community that like when I go to different events that are like for LGBTQ people, I can meet a bunch of new people who are just like me. And I'm really proud because I like expressing like who I am And I'm also like, if I weren't trans and I wouldn't be doing this with my father and I'm just very grateful and really proud to be who I am. I love that. 
I love that so much. You're so, <laughs> so awesome. <do> I. <laughs> and I'm, so, I'm so very happy that you've come here and you're bringing a voice to so many girls across the world who maybe don't have one, like what you said in your, in your postcard. And I just really, I just want to send you the best vibes from Southern California all the way to where you are, because what you're doing makes me so incredibly happy and is changing people's lives. So thank you so, so very much. So Ruby, I have a fun question for you. We like to close out each of our episodes by shouting out a store that inspires us, a store that we like shopping from. And so I'm going to put you on the spot here and I would love to know what store you love. I love Brandy Melville. That's yeah. like my go-to store. I don't, I hate the size thing. I think it's really stupid, but I just feel like the clothes, they kind of like compliment me, I guess. That's what a lot of people say. Like, I guess like, it's just kind of my style, if you know what I mean. But I don't support the one size thing. That's, you know what, that you can love a brand or a part of a brand and then not like part of a brand as well. I'm right there with you with some other brands right now. So I totally get Agreed. it. Brandy Melville is super cute. We have a ton of Brandy Melville in my house as well. Now I don't wear it. That might, that might come as a surprise, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not the one who wears it. My daughter is. So, um. <laughs> so Kelly, tell us what your store of the week is. So my store of the week is called Wax Cabin Candle Company, and they're just super cute uh, smelling candles that have like a brunch like smell candle. I don't know what that actually is, but they have like peach ones. And I'm just I'm really into like the design of the candles, like the the packaging and everything. Um, I'm definitely going to be ordering some candles for our, our home. They also have a pride cabin set, which I think is really cool. I love that. The problem when Kelly and I talk about all these stores is that we tend to order the things immediately after we talk about them. So we have to be it's careful when we're an recording. Podcast. It's, yeah, it's becoming, yeah, but becoming really expensive. I think the store should send you the products for free. Yeah. <laughs> I would love She's that. Shouting them out here, so you know. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you guys need a free pair of rubies, no problem. <laughs> What's your store? So my store is biancadesigns.co and it is an inclusive enamel and pin company from Queens, New York, and they have the cutest pride pins and they've got like a pin that says community is home. They have an inclusive pride pin, which I love and everyone should check it out. They've also got stickers and patches so you can like jazz up your denim or, well, I love a pin because I wear so much denim. So I'm like a pin queen. So everybody check it out. It's super cute. Ruby, last question for you. Super important. Mm -hmm. Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram or on my or, or on my website. So yeah. So, so the, um, the Instagram is Ruby's dad at the moment. And uh, the uh, the URL for the store is rubyshines.com. Mm -hmm. And you can go there and you can see Ruby's TikTok dancing. Yeah. Um, and there's a little, I don't know if you guys found, there's a little Easter egg on the homepage. Um, see if you can find that. And, I'm definitely uh, going to. Like, or if you look at my Instagram, I have in the link, it says rubyshines.com. So you can press on there too. Perfect. 
Perfect. I love your website. I love everything about this. Um, I know there's so many people who are going to want to hear this story because you have a success story and you're changing people's lives. And we really are so honored to have you on our show. And we really are appreciative of your time. And I hope you have a really great rest of your summer. And that, because you don't have school for a while, right? Do you have a little bit more time off? Okay. Yeah, a lot more time. We, I, I'm not sure we know how much time off we actually <laughs> have, to be honest. It seems That's, like it's been about five months so far. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I totally get that. Thank you again. And we really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. All right, great. I hope you have a great summer too. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks again to our sponsors for supporting this episode. You can subscribe to Commerce Tea on your favorite podcasting service. We post new episodes every Tuesday. So grab your mug and join us. See you next week. Clocked In is a time clock for Shopify. With Clocked In, your team members can easily clock in and out of their shifts from anywhere. You can manage your team's hours as they work remotely with an intuitive interface that can be used from desktop, tablet, or mobile. Check it out at clockedin.io or in the Shopify App Store.